Welcome to Modern Day Abigails. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform and where we can become the women God created us to be. There's so much we could talk about, but all I really want to point out is that he is separating us from the rest of the world and we're going to have to look different. And sometimes when you when you're a mess and you're leaving your old life, it's going to take a little time, but he's going to make you look like Jesus and not like the rest of the world. Well, we didn't get there overnight. We didn't become a mess overnight, so we're not going to become an unmess overnight. I felt like an overnight mess. I just prayed wrong, and the Satan said, "I got you." <laughs> and um, yeah, but it seemed like overnight. All no. of a sudden, my life just got turned upside down. It was already. But it was. Yeah. You're right. It was already there. It was already been calculated since you know before yeah. I was younger and getting me off the path. And um, but you know what? Because the Lord said, "I don't give up on you." He didn't. Mm-hmm. He came and rescued me and got me out of it. It's like, okay, I need you to see a few things. Let's go. Yeah, by the time I was 35, I was an absolute chaotic mess. Still saved, but I wasn't discipled, and I didn't, yep. I didn't have my act together, and I loved the Lord, but um, my life was a mess, And um, but I, it didn't start out that way. It right. started out when I was young and gradual, 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 and, and by that time, I was just, I, it was just... There's no other way yeah. to say it. it was just a mess. And discipleship is imp- uh, very important to us. That's why we talk about I wasn't discipled. She said she wasn't discipled. Mm-hmm. That's why this is so important. I didn't to have us. any direction. Exactly. I didn't have any. That's why we do this show, ladies. We would love to disciple as many people as we can. But right now we have to have jobs. So we can't disciple a whole lot. And we couldn't even disciple a whole lot at the time. But if we can do this podcast and help you. And we're praying that you find a godly woman in your life to work with that will help you, that you'll get together. And you're like, even if you're like, I don't have anybody like that. Well, grab a girlfriend, one of your friends, mm-hmm. and say, let's go through this. That's what our podcasts are for, mm-hmm. to help you. Go through it. Start working. And, and guess and what? And we have an email. Yeah, it's we at have the beginning. Email. It's at the beginning and end of... Yeah. Uh, or is modern, it a, yeah, uh, it's at the end of each... Anyway, it's moderndayabigails yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. Moderndayabigails uh, yeah. at gmail.com. That's you it. can go to our church website. Um, that's... Um, Calvary Chapel, Chapel set, set for Life. life. <laughs> dot church. Yeah, Calvary Chapel. No, is it CC Set for Life? Calvary Chapel? I have, I have no, no idea, idea, but it's moderndayabigails.com. Okay. We also we have a webpage, moderndayabigails.com. Yes. Which it goes to our church. Yeah. Good, because I can remember that one. Yeah. I can't remember. It was Calvary Chapel Set for Life. And we have, a, we have a contact page, so you can contact yeah. us and we can. Yeah, we'll help. We can be there for you. Because once you get discipled and you really walk with the Lord and you're reading your Bible. He's going to show you how to start discipling others. Yes. The best way is to do it is one-on-one. But we're doing what with Kaylin, with what we got, where we are at the moment. But we also do one-on-one all the time. We do. As much as we can. Yeah. So anyway, so that's what we're talking about, being set and pulling apart. So I'm going to look at Isaiah 129, 31. It's for both of us. For they shall be ashamed of the terebinth trees, which you have desired, and you shall be embarrassed because of the gardens which you have chosen. For you shall be as a terebinth whose leaf fades. And as a garden that has no water, the strong shall be as tender and the works as as a spark. Both will burn together and no one shall quench them. So 
what it's saying is they're spiritually dry. And it's depressing when you start reading Isaiah. It is a rebellion and sin and sickness. But as you move through, that makes new paths in the promised Messiah and foundation. So what I'm saying there is we can become spiritually dry. If we are not working on our relationship with Jesus, we're going to become spiritually dry. Israel is spiritually dry because they have forgotten their God, except for a remnant. And God had promised them a remnant. And there is about, what, 10,000 only? About 10,000 believers in Israel? I have no idea. A a very small number. They all know each other. They practically know each other. Yes. um, Because it is such a small group You think 10,000? You think that many? I think that was it. Well, considering I forgot how many. That's a lot. Yeah, but isn't there a couple of million in Israel? I'm not sure. now you're going to make me look it up. Really? You're going to make me look it up? I ha- I mean, go for it if you want Population. to. Population. Oh, I can't. Sp- Anybody else having trouble lately with your spell check on their phone? Like you're spelling words that you never even spelled before in your life? Or is it just me? I can't even spell these uh, well, y'all. I always have spelling yeah. issues. Thank y'all for bearing with us. We're just being. Uh, what do we say? What are, what are we looking at? Population. Oh, oh, oh see, uh, the Jewish people alone is 8.3 million and the population of Arabs is 2.6 million. So 10,000 out of okay. 10 that's million nothing. people. That's nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just, okay. you know, look what, what a percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they do, they, I think they do know each other. I think they practically all know each yeah. other. I mean, at least in the areas, they all know the believers in each yeah. other areas because it is such they a small. They get together amount. all the time. Yeah. They get together. And we know this because we have um, friends who were in Israel and yeah. they have Israel friends and we get to hear all about it. Yeah. Um, uh, my supervisor cracks me up. He's like, how's your family in Israel? My friends are good. <laughs> They're all safe. <laughs> That's okay. He's like, how's your brother-in-law? My brother's doing great. <laughs> He's determined Jana and I are the siblings. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he cracks me up. Um, so anyway, but he, he was kind. He, he, he's like, I'm worried about those people. He's, he's a warrior. And he's like, I'm worried about them. And I just want to make sure everybody's okay. And um, I'm like, yeah. But anyway, we're talking about spiritually dry. We don't want to be spiritually dry. All right. Uh, the spring shut up, a fountain sealed. So, you know, in Daniel, it talks about a seal, you know, and the reason being is because God seals us. And it says in Daniel six sixteen through 17, somewhere. Oh, there it is. It's um, here. It is there. Page 15. I meant to oh, print page this, 15. Yeah, I meant to pay, print this all in one. And for whatever reason, it did not. Uh, so the king gave the command and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel. Your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Then a stone has brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and and with the signets of those lords that the purpose concerning Daniel may not change. So he sealed it so that doesn't get changed. Guess what? When we become believe in Jesus, we get sealed so that the purpose concerning say your name may not be changed. You can say that the purpose concerning Anna might not be changed. The purpose concerning Joanna might not, it may not be changed. Because Ephesians 1.13, do you know how I remember Ephesians 1.13? I do not know. Because if it weren't for the seal, the first time you turned 13, you'd be, you'd be in hell. Oh. 13 is a hard age. 13, being a hard, do you remember being 13? It's a rough age. I'm thinking, I don't know. Anyway, I have weird ways of remembering things, okay? It helps me because it says in him, you also trusted after you heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation in whom also you have believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And I love it because you can't undo the seal, not until the king undoes it. And the king's going to leave the seal in place. Who's our king? Jesus. Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is that seal. You 
you really think you're more powerful than the Holy Spirit to undo that seal? So people who believe that you can lose your salvation, you're saying that the Holy Spirit's not strong enough. You're stronger than the Holy Spirit. Does that really make sense? I don't think so. No. So our king is the only one who can do undo that seal, and he's not going to. And when that's sealed, you're not going to change. In other words, when I say you're saved, you're saved, and there is nothing in the world that can take away your salvation. And the Lord keeps his promises. He's not a human. He's not wishy-washy. Exactly. God, if he says he's going to do it, he's going to do it. And I want to say this because God's been telling me this the whole time. By the way, Joanna, God keeps his promises. Thank you, Anna. You're welcome. You know what I'm talking about. I do. I know. So anyway, I've been meaning to tell you that, by the way. Okay. Okay. So in Ephesians 4.30, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So the Holy Spirit sealed us. God is not going to do anything until we're redeemed. And God made a promise. Isn't that beautiful? I think it's beautiful. And in comforting. It is comforting. It's so comforting. Especially for those of us who have been in horrible relationships and been lied to and used and abused and there's no trust. But the Lord's exactly. not like that. He's not exactly. like that. He he is so stable and trustworthy. He's not us. No, he's not. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful. Ladies, you can trust and believe what he says. Exactly. And he will keep his promises. He always does. And Revelation 5, I'm not going to read it. I, I do um, I do encourage you to read it because we were really, um, we're nailing it down and I don't think I need to keep, um, I don't want y'all to start rolling your eyes and turning it off because I've like, you know, why did we get the saying of a beat a dead horse? Whoever beat a dead horse to come up with that saying? I don't know. I don't like but... it. But he does say in there, you know, do not weep. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has prevailed to open the scroll. And to lose the seven seals, he talks about in verse nine, and they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, Joshua Aaron song, and and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. So he is saying that that's the king opening the seal and he redeemed us. He because of and Jesus. he is the only one. And he chose to. There's the door. Really? Okay, cool. Wow. Are they early? Okay. So I beseech oh. you, therefore, oh. brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which you are for your reasonable service. You know, I think it is reasonable to be holy, to be set apart, to not look like the rest of the world. If we're going to say, I'm following Jesus, we should not look like the rest of the world and doing what the world is doing. Because Jesus sought us. The father picked us. The father paid the bride price with his only begotten son, his blood, his life in exchange for the marriage to the church. The Lord gives us a way to be cleaned up and ready for the wedding. What a joy. It's going to be such a day of rejoicing. That's going to be. He loves us so much and is looking forward to the day that we can be face to face. This groom was not distracted or disengaged. You can tell he was waiting for her and he couldn't wait to be together. He couldn't wait to remove that veil and get it, get it out of his way. That's, you know, that's what I love. This is probably my favorite chapter in the Songs of Solomon is chapter four, because he says, I see you. God says, I see you. Jesus is like, I want to know you because we're seen. And he is looking forward to that day that they can be together to have that marriage intimacy, that togetherness. Um, and, and, he, 
and to think that Jesus is looking forward to that with us. We might feel unworthy. We might feel despicable. We might feel dirty and gross. But Jesus is like, I'm going to clean you up and I'm going to give you new clothes and make you beautiful because I can't wait to see you and remove that veil and let's be together face to face. All through his word, he constantly says how he can't wait to be with us. Exactly. Constantly. That's what even the whole Bible. made a way for it yeah. to happen. He started in Genesis one. Yeah. Oh, well, was it Genesis three when they sinned? You know, saying, I'm going to put an end to me between y'all. I'm not going to allow it to stay this way. I'm not going to lose you. God could have said, well, Adam, Eve, that's that. That's that. <laughs> I'll tell you, you're going to have to die now. Yep. And I got to start all over. Moving on. Yep. Moving on. I got to start all over. Come up with a new couple. Do a little different. Maybe next time. No. God's like, yeah, I know. I know. But I got a plan and I'm going to keep my promise and I'm going to keep my plan. And um, what, I'm, what we're looking for is Revelation 19, 6 through 10. And I heard it as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife had made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be an array of fine linen. This is the, what I was talking about earlier. He's going to give us new clothes, because he's going to clean us up and give us new clothes. Fine linen, clean and bright. The fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Right, blessed, and this is John writing it if you're wondering, right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. This is what we're looking forward to. This is what he's doing. This is what he's trying to do. You know, he he didn't say, oh, great. I saved you. See you later. When you're in heaven, we'll get together. No, he's saying, see you when you die. Yeah. See you when you die. (laughs) I don't know what the hell. Hey, this whole world is screwed up and messed up and full of sin. (laughs) You're on your own. Sorry, (laughs) but I'll see you later because you're sealed. No, he's saying, guess what? I'm going to show you the end game. The end game is where I'm going to get you. How you get there on their journey. We all have our own journeys. Sometimes we crisscross paths. Sometimes we see, you know, sometimes we're on that like parallel paths, but sometimes we're not even close to the same path. But he's saying that here's my end game. I'm going to get you there. I, I, I'm, tell me what you think. How painful that journey is, is somewhat up to us. I'm going to say that is probably a 7525. Yeah. Some of that because yeah. we're resistant to change or we're resistant to even though we're we're often comfortable in our chaotic yes. messes because it's maybe all we've ever known. And we're scared and of the unknown. We're scared and then but what's it going to look like if we change? I mean, to come out of our comfort zone even though it might be unhealthy is um very terrifying sometimes. Yes. And so, and then we're also disobedient. And yes. then, because we don't understand the Lord and His ways, we don't want to do it His way. And um, we're um, sometimes we get off that path, and He has to come and grab us and go, "Okay, yeah. okay, hey, 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 get up over here." Yeah, and, <laughs> and so, it's painful because we wind up going through the briar bushes and the quicksand. We're and just the, misdirected, yeah. and or maybe we're not paying attention. And there's so many factors. Yeah, and. And so I would say that uh, sometimes that journey is going to be hard because it is. Yeah. Rough. I mean, Jesus had a hard journey. He didn't yeah. have it easy, so we're not going to have it easy. And and 
And then sometimes uh, things happen to us that are not voluntary, but the right. Lord still has to clean them up. Exactly. So that's the 25%. Yeah. Yeah. There's sometimes, you know, it's but just, the 75% is our decisions of not wanting to progress yeah. or do things but the way that happens, the Lord. The Lord has a purpose and a reason because he'll allow it. Yes. But it's through, so that we can get through our journey. We have to, we have to go through the journey because that's what strengthens us. I would not be able to help the women mm-hmm. in the way that I help them without have going gone through the horrors that I went through. Yeah, and there's some. It's women, just not possible. They'll talk you to me. are the same way. Yeah, and there's some women. They'll talk to me. I'm like, you know what? I, I wish I could talk to you, but I have never experienced that in my life. But I know somebody who has. And I say that <laughs> as back. well. Yeah. Listen, I got a girl you can talk to. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anna's your girl. Yeah. I have not done that before. <laughs> I'll say many times. I'm like, mm, let me go get Joanna. Mm-hmm. I don't know, clue. You know, so we do that and we help each other. Or I might, there's some other, the women like, you know what? I know another woman who's gone through this. Hang on. Let's go talk. You yeah. Know? Or then, sometimes you'll just text me and say, hey, what's a good response? Yeah, exactly. You've done that before. Exactly. I, because I, this woman only wanted to talk to you and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's where she's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I know I had, um, um, I had a, two of the ladies that are like, you know what? Their gifts are real similar. I need to get them together so they can talk. Which you did. Yeah, because um, it would it would help strengthen. We we get to strengthen each other. God never asked us to do this alone. Sometimes we are in this lonely spot. Sometimes we do have to do it alone. I'm, Jeremiah was kind of by himself. Um, uh, like I said, um, Amos is one of my favorite prophets because of the part where he was like, look, I'm out of my own business, okay? This is not exactly what I want to do. I didn't right. want to come here and tell you bad news. So like, I did not, you know, I'm out of my own business. The Lord's like, hey, I got to have you tell people this. Who wants to be the one who bears bad news? Nobody. Nobody raises their hands and signs up for their messed up life. Nobody. But I will tell you, and, and you probably get this question all the time. I've gotten this question. I can't even tell you how many times I've gotten this question. And they'll say, but, you know, knowing what you know now, wouldn't you do things differently? And my answer 100% immediately is no. Yeah. And then there's things I would love to have done differently because it would have been the right thing to do. But I know I wouldn't have what I have today if I'd done it. You wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. I'd be, You'd be a different yeah. Anna at a different yep. time at a different mm-hmm. spot. And he's and what I'm learning to because Ray tells me this all the time. Anna, what you're going through now is because it's going to prepare you for something later. First, yeah. My first response is, oh, God, have mercy on us. Right. What's happening later if he's prepared? This is what's preparing me for later. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Because right now in my mind, it seems terrible. But I know that one day I'm going to look back and go, Anna. Really? Come on. It wasn't that bad. Well, when these women start pouring their heart out to me and they're always nervous about it because they're ashamed. Oh, yeah. And my look is blank. I'm just like, yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been there, done that, I've been there. But they see my reaction is even. Yeah. It's not like a shock. And like, I'm because there isn't anything, not a single thing a woman can tell me. Right. That is going to shock me because I've been through it right. myself. I, I've talking to one and, and I haven't been exactly what they've been through, but I made sure that when they told me, I went, because they were like, you know, I haven't been upfront with you. I need to tell you something else. I have kind of, they didn't have to tell me this at all. No. They didn't have to tell me at all, but they decided to open up and tell me. And I'm like, okay. Because you're said, at a different trust level. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I said, um, the only reason I tell you than what I've told you is because I don't want you to go through the mess I'm going through. And when they told me what they told me, I'm like, okay, well. You got to get this fixed, you know, I didn't yeah. judge, didn't get mad, didn't get angry. I'm sitting in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, this is, we got to talk about your sins in your life and how to get rid of them. Yeah. I don't think, you know, but that wasn't the conversation at that moment. No, because if she does, if this uh, woman doesn't know me and we don't have a buildup of a trust or relationship, 
why is she going to listen to me? Unless God's already prepared somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes God prepares them. Ray will yeah. walk in and God will like, oh, hey, you need to give them the gospel message right now. And Ray will do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yes, I want Jesus. And I'm like, apparently I'm a plant seed, seed planter. But he has me to build relationships. I'm first. a seed planter. Sometimes too. you just, you have to plant the seeds. And sometimes you're the one who God has to really work with or uh, asking you to work with so that you can build these relationships. And, and it takes a while. So um, one of the things we have to talk about, let's talk about that relationship. You see, God made us a promise in John three sixteen. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Because we do bad things that God doesn't like. Every day. Yeah. And God talks about that in Romans three twenty three. He says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And, you know, we, yeah, we do bad things and we fall short. But. He said, if we call on the name of the Lord, we'd be saved. In John three seventeen, it says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Because Jesus in, in Jesus is like, Jesus is capable of this because he lived a sinful life. God sent in his only perfect son to take our sins. If you're full of sin, you can't take more sin on. If my coffee is full of coffee, I cannot pour Joanne's coffee in mine and get more coffee. It's just going to spill over and go nowhere. So in her cup ain't going to be empty and mine's just going to go make a mess. So Jesus had to be empty of all sins so that our sins could go on him. I usually teach kids with that with a thing of M&Ms. We have an empty bowl of M&Ms. That's why I have one at work. I have a bowl of M&Ms at work because you have an empty bowl and, it'll, and, I, can, and I have the kids name sins with their M&Ms. And then we take our sins and we pour it into the bowl. We pour it into Jesus. And now we have no more sin and he has it and he took it with him to hell. And it yeah. says in Second Corinthians 5.21, uh, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And God said, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our hearts he's raised from the dead, we would be saved. That's in Romans ten nine. So when Jesus died, he rose again three days later. He defeated death, which we need a de- death defeated. Because if, if he defeats death, we don't have to worry about dying. We're going to basically fall asleep and wake up with Jesus. Um, Luke 24, 7 uh, d- this is the sweetest story. I'm, I'm not into fairy tales. I'm not into Disney. I don't agree with any of that. But this one actress gave up a part in a movie with a really serious people because on the Make-A-Wish Foundation, this little girl wanted to have a, a visit with Snow White. And they said that she was the only one who could really pull off being Snow White. So she gave up a potential career to go visit this little girl. And this little girl said, when I die, will a prince wake me up? And she, I can't try to do this without crying. She goes, oh, honey, it's going to be better than that. Because when you, when you die, Jesus is going to kiss you and wake you up. Okay, stop. I know. <laughs> but to imagine and picture that. And um, she wound up actually with a great part in another TV series and wound up being part. I can't remember the girl's name, but she wound up with a better part and a better thing going for her. Because she gave up the other role to tell this little girl about Jesus. I don't know what the rest of the conversation was. I don't even know what this little, all that, but the idea that one day we're going to sleep and Jesus is going to wake us up. I know. Hang on. Such girls. Right. We need a moment. <laughs> I used to be so Together. tough and strong. I used to be tough and strong. Collect ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be so tough and strong. What happened? Okay. And Luke Thank 20- goodness this is not video. I know. You can't see us right now. <laughs> exactly. Good thing I don't wear mascara. Right. Right. So Luke 24, 7 says, saying the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise again. 
because first Corinthians 15, four says in that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day before, according to the scriptures. But before going back, so Jesus raised from the dead, but he didn't go back to the father immediately because before going back, he promised that he would come back to get us and take us to heaven. And he made it his promise. And where Jesus said, and this is both in John 14, I actually did verse six before verse three. Jesus said to him, I'm the way, the truth and life. No one comes to the father except through me. So if somebody, I'm going to, I'm going to say it, Joanna out loud. If somebody says that you have to go through Mary or a saint to get to God, it's false. I'm sorry, but it's false. Completely false. The only way to get to the father is through Jesus. You're worshiping the the wrong one. Exactly. Jesus said, I did all the work. Sorry, Mary didn't do any work. The saints don't do any work. No. And I have some coworkers who'll talk about, you know, saying, well, saint this or saint that. I'm sitting there going, they're dead and they're still dead. But Jesus is alive. And they would be mortified. Yeah, that's why I haven't said it quite like that yet. They would be mortified. I haven't had the. um, Can you imagine Peter, Peter, the Peter being worshipped as a saint and he found out about this? Oh, he'd be upset. He would be mortified and disgusted. And he's a hothead anyway. So he'd be freaking out on you. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Don't wash at me. Exactly. That's what the angel said. The angel's yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a creation just like yeah, you. I'm don't be bowing servant. down to me. Don't bow down to me. I have nothing to do with any of this. But Jesus, that's what, don't take away from Jesus what he did. Because Jesus died and he rose again. He is alive. Jesus he is, is your savior. alive and he's our savior. And he says, and if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you will be also. God keeps his promises. We have to be ready and watching for Jesus. You have to know you're a sinner. You, I, you have to ask yourself, do I believe that Jesus died on the cross so that my sins would be forgiven? Do I believe that Jesus was raised from the dead and is still alive and he's coming back for us? So I'm going to uh, say a little prayer just in case you need some help and guidance. If you're like reading this and you've listened to this and you're like, look, I need Jesus. I am dirty. I'm filthy. I have done some really horrible things. I don't even want to talk about it because I've done some horrible things. Um, Jesus is like, there's nothing you can do that I can't clean. Unless you blast me of the Holy Spirit, and then you're not listening anyway. So if you're listening, you haven't done that yet, or you haven't done that, you won't do that. That makes me feel better knowing that my name was already, you're, when we're saved, our name was already written in the book of life. It was already done. God already knew whether we would be saved or not. He knows what we're going to choose. So the beautiful thing is, is if you're listening, you have not done anything bad enough to not get saved. And so you can be cleaned. And so you can just simply say, you know, I'm, Sorry. Okay. You can simply just say, Jesus, I don't know you, but I want to know you. I know I am a sinner. I know I've rebelled against you. I know I need forgiveness for all the things I've done that's wrong in your sight. And so um, just ask, say, Lord, I, I believe you are Lord. I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to take my life and have it. I don't want it anymore. You can have it. It's all yours. And I believe that you are raised from the dead. I believe you saved me and that you're coming back to get me and then and just pray in Jesus name. It's all you have to do. And then if you did that, you're saved. Please, if that happens, you want more info, you, you need some, I got info for you. You just send us an email, modern day Abigail's at gmail.com and, and, and let us know and we'll help you. You got to find a Bible believing church. Start looking around, look for a Bible believing church. You might have to do a little shopping first because you want to know that it's a true Bible believing church. But ask the Lord and he will show you the right place to go.
Um, and if you um, want some additional teachings, you can always go to setforlife.church. You can go to the, if you look for Set for Life Radio on the podcasting, use your favorite podcast, look for Set for Life Radio. You will hear the uh, teachings of Pastor Ray Jensen, who just goes through the Bible. He's a Texan. He says the more is about as good as I do. And he's down to earth, and he goes verse by verse, chapter by chapter, line by line. So, and she's not just partial because that's yeah, her husband, no, but I mean, it's the truth. Oh, he knows true that fact. If, if he knows that if I ever didn't agree, yeah. I'd tell him. Yeah, or or, or watch therefore yeah. dot uh, TV. TV. Yeah. That's also amazing on your podcast. Yeah, that's a different Listen teaching. Yeah, it's a good one too to have. Um, so anyway. Ladies, we really appreciate you listening. Do you have anything else, Joanna, before we go? I I do not. Well, ladies, we appreciate you listening. You are loved, cherished, and prayed over. And we love you, gals. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.